Hi, I'm Katina Pantazis of Katina Pantazis PA or KP Law. Welcome to Rest in Podcast. This is your podcast to obtain a better understanding of wills, trusts, probate, and the long-term care planning process in Florida. Before we dive in, remember you can find our recorded podcasts on our website at www.lawkppa.com or follow us on Facebook. Lastly, if you would like to contact us directly, please call us at 352-600-2987 or email us at office at lawkppa.com. Now let's begin. All right, so one question that I get a lot of times is, if I have my estate plan completed in another state, and now I've moved to Florida and I've become a resident of Florida, do I need to update those estate planning documents with Florida attorney with a Florida attorney to comply with Florida laws? And the answer is yes, maybe. <laughs> so, you know, you definitely want to see a Florida attorney to make sure that your documents are sufficient for what Florida requires. And even if they're sufficient, they may not actually work for you anymore because Florida requires, you know, certain people to serve in certain capacities. And we'll get into that. So first, to be valid in Florida, a will must be in writing and must be signed by the testator at the end in the presence of two subscribing witnesses who signed as witnesses in the presence of the testator and of each other. And remember, if a will was validly executed according to the law of the state where it was executed, at the time it was executed, it may be offered for probate in the state of Florida. Now, what I just spoke about does not take into account electronic wills, which are now valid in Florida, and that's another topic altogether that we'll discuss in another episode. So moving forward, um, to be admitted in probate, the will must be proved by the oath of a witness to the will or made self-proving at the time of the execution by compliance with Florida law or the law of the state where it was executed at the time it was executed. If the will was not made self-proving, we look to see if the names of the witnesses are legible and evaluate the ease with which those witnesses may be located after your death. So it's if your will is not self-proved, that means we have to find those people that witnessed your will and have them complete an affidavit, so to speak, at the time of your passing proving that they were in your presence and you were in their presence and they were in the presence of each other when you signed this as your last will and testament. So, you know, that of course makes more for more legal fees and more court costs um, associated with your, you know, estate. And a lot of times people don't want to do that. So that's one thing we look to when you come to us with out-of-state documents. And then of course other changes also may be necessary. For example, if the person you've named as personal representative is not a Florida resident, they can serve only if they are related to you by blood or marriage and only if they have not been convicted of a felony. So you may have to change the person you've appointed as your personal representative. And if that's the case, a new Florida will would be good at that time to do that, not a codicil. Another thing we look for is whether your will includes a power of sale for real property, including homestead real property. If not, a court order will be required for your personal representative to be able to sell the property prior to making distributions to your beneficiaries. So we look for, you know, was it witnessed by two witnesses? Was it self-proved? Do we have the power to deal in real property? And if we don't find those things, it's important to update it. 
Um, and even if one of those things is missing, it's important to update. We look at those same items when we review a trust executed out of state. In addition to that, we recommend that you amend the trust to do four things. So one, we declare that you're now a Florida resident. And the purpose of that declaration is so that you may apply for the Florida Homestead tax exemption and to provide evidence that your estate is not liable for the payment of a state inheritance tax to the state of your prior residence. The other thing, number two, would be make it clear that Florida law will apply to any disputes regarding the validity and interpretation of the trust. Three, we incorporate the fiduciary powers provided by Florida law, including the power to sell and transfer property of the estate without court order. And four, add a Florida homestead provision so that you can continue to claim the homestead tax exemption. All right. So that's just a will and a trust that we look at those things. Then in addition to that, there are the other documents that you typically have in an estate plan. And they're related to incapacity planning. If you don't have them, you should have them. Um, and if you do have them, you should still have them reviewed after moving to Florida. So Florida law recognizes wills and trusts validly executed in other jurisdictions. Um, and in some cases, after an attorney has reviewed the document, a durable power of attorney will need to be updated to a Florida durable power of attorney. And this document would need to be executed in the same formality of a Florida deed. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'm a Florida resident. I got my Florida power of attorney done, you know, back in the early 2000s. I'm good, right? Well, the answer is no. Um, October of 2011, our Florida uh, power, durable power of attorney statute changed. And there were some significant changes that went into effect. So you are definitely going to want to see an attorney, a Florida attorney, if you're a Florida resident, to update that even if you already have one um, validly executed in Florida prior. So if you have an out-of-state one, sometimes they're, they're adequate, but many times they're not. And it's just always a good idea to have it looked at by an, a Florida attorney to make sure that you comply with what the Florida statutes require. Because the last thing you want is, you know, you to actually need to use your power of attorney and your agent, which is the person you've named in that document, not be able to use it at the bank or, you know, to pay your medical bills or whatever the case may be. Or typically we see it where a title company won't accept it because it's not, you know, a, a power of attorney that was sufficient for what Florida needs and requires to transact a property Buy, buy or sell property. So it's very important that that gets reviewed. Now, you may also need to update your healthcare documents. Typically, we'll see out-of-state documents call these a healthcare power of attorney. In Florida, we call it a designation of healthcare surrogate. And this is a document that authorizes your healthcare provider to discuss your medical condition and treatment with the persons you've designated as your surrogate. And it also allows for the people or persons you've designated as your surrogate to provide informed consent on your behalf should you be unable to do so. And then of course, the living will, which is the end of life document that allows for um, you know, you to designate what you would consider artificially prolonging your life if you're at the end of life and allowing you to pass away 
on your terms. So you get to make all those decisions, you know, whether you want to be ventilated, chemotherapy, radiation, dialysis, food and water through tubes, any of those things you get to designate beforehand as to what you would want applied or not applied. So that one's very important. It takes the burden off of your family so they don't have to make those decisions. And it gives you peace of mind knowing that, you know, you've made all the decisions beforehand and this is what will be implemented. This document is also very state specific. Um, In fact, some states have what's called a PULST, a physician ordered life sustaining treatment. Um, And, you know, Florida doesn't have that yet. So Florida does have some unique statutes when it comes to advanced directives, as well as the power of attorney. Um, We also have unique statutes when it comes to our wills and our trusts. So it's very important that even though you think you've already completed it all, because you did it all with another attorney out of state, that once you become a Florida resident, you review all of the stuff that you previously did with a Florida attorney. So it's always worthwhile when you're updating your estate plan to take a look at asset protections issues as well. So everyone is familiar with estate taxes and how to reduce or eliminate your exposure there. Estate tax planning is focused on protecting your assets before distribution to your beneficiaries. And what people tend to overlook is asset protection planning for the beneficiaries who will inherit their wealth, including the spouses they may leave behind. So, you know, in this uncertain economy, this uncertain world, the asset protection dimensions of your estate plan may be your most important legacy. And just like we talked about in prior episodes, you know, your legacy is going to depend on your specific situation of what you want to leave behind. But it's important that we look at all aspects of it when we're doing our estate plan. So if you take away anything from this episode, please remember, if you move to Florida with documents not created in Florida, we need to look at those. A Florida attorney needs to review them to make their make sure they're sufficient for Florida laws and as well as make sure they're still accomplishing your estate planning goals. Some of the vocabulary used within this podcast is legal vocabulary that you may not be familiar with or have a limited understanding of. Please remember that we have a glossary of terms on our website, which you can locate at www.lawkppa.com. The information on this podcast is of a general nature and is not intended to answer any individual's legal questions. Do not rely on information presented herein to address your individual legal concerns. If you have a legal question about your individual facts and circumstances, you should consult an experienced Florida attorney. Your receipt of information from this podcast does not create an attorney-client relationship and the legal privileges inherent therein. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to be notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you're leaving with a new outlook on your planning process.